Welcome to the Favorites Podcast presented by Bet365. We are part of the Action Network. Today is our week 11 Sunday NFL recap episode coming on a few minutes late as we sweat at the end of the Seahawks Rams game. I am Chad Millman. I am joined by my BFF, my companion, Mike Compadre, my co-host, professional better Simon Hunter. Hello, Simon. All I can say is, Thank God we can drop our two worst weeks after Thanksgiving because we are living in the danger zone tonight, my friend. Yeah, honestly, I, I, I can't even complain. Just, I mean, we're going to go through all of it, but the fact that that Bears game, we all knew what was coming. And dude, I mean, you've dude, lived it because you're a Bears fan. But don't even, oh my I, I God. Can't go, I, I can't even be that mad that we're one and three because we should be. Oh, and four. four. So, um, yeah, it's we are, we are a a. Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to but it. But yeah, I was gonna say it's um, it sucks. You know, there's bad weeks coming, and you you try to fight them off. But yeah, it's we we've had back to back weeks now. We keep leaving winners off and taking the wrong lines. And um, uh, yeah, got 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 to be better. Got to learn from it. But that's how it is. Every every week, it's a new lesson and uh. I'm I'm hoping like you are that we escape not one and four, but two and three after tonight with Denver. As a reminder, the favorites podcast is presented by bet three, six, five bet three, six, five doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boosts with them than with anyone else. Every day they power up the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more bet three, six, five boosts, specific markets, your winnings and even parlays. And they don't stop there. Keep an eye out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible super boost Check out the boosts and see why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 21 or older and present in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Ohio, Virginia, or 18 and older in Kentucky. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms, conditions, restrictions apply. Reminder, catch us on YouTube. Every episode of The Favorites is live on the YouTube. For those enjoying on YouTube, don't forget to give us a like and subscribe to the Action Network YouTube Page. All right. So as Simon alluded to, uh, I will uh, recap everything that happened because it's been a scary day. We had Chicago plus seven and a half. Seemed like with four minutes, 30 seconds, no matter what happened, we were going to cover seven and a half. <laughs> Didn't necessarily play out that way. We had Miami minus 13 and a half. Probably one of the most frustrating games we've had in a long time. Because if you look at the details of that game, Miami should have won by 75 points. We had Pittsburgh plus two and a half. Another one, super frustrating uh, to lose that game by three when you had the ball with less than two minutes left and a chance to go down the field and and kick a game-winning field goal. Carolina plus 10 and a half, never really in it. So we still have Denver minus two and a half. I shouldn't say we were never in it, but I'll get to that. We had Denver, Denver minus two and a half tonight to go two and three. So we're one and three right now. The only game, and, and it's interesting you say, you know, we got to learn our lesson. I think the only game we claim close to consideration was Arizona. But in my notes and in our conversation from this morning, the only game we would have taken out for it was the Bears, which was our only win. So was there another game that, you, that you're thinking we should have put in or taken out? The, the only one was Pittsburgh just because we both played it at four. And I was like... Yeah trying not to i was trying to act like that wasn't gonna be a big deal and they were gonna win that game um but no it 
like you said, though, felt good for a second there. Like, we got the ball back. You're like, all right, Kenny, just get a couple yards here. You said it. He went three and out. I mean, Brown's got the ball. The rookie led them down the field. He did what we were hoping was going to happen with Kenny. And, um, yeah, that's that's the way it goes. Like, Carolina, bad bet. Um, you know, that's that's life. Well, hold on. Double, let's 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 go game by game here. Let's let's dig in game by game. Let's at least start with. The Bears, who for 55 minutes and 30 seconds probably played the best game of the Justin Fields era. And when you look at the box score, what that really looks like is Justin Fields went 16 of 23 for 169 yards and ran for 100 yards. And this defense played well, except for the last 10 minutes total of each half, where they just let the Lions drive down the field. The Bears were up 26-14 with four minutes, 30 seconds left, ended up losing 31 26, 17 points in the last four minutes and 30 seconds. Do you want to talk about the last 29 seconds or do you want me to talk about the last 29 seconds? You can. I was just going to say, you can't, even if I want to fault the defense at the end there, you can't really, right? It's, you played a full game, all of a sudden the Lions turn into a track meet in the final five minutes. They were gassed. Like that, that, um, Browns fans should be happy though. Like again, me and you were upset because we had them in our money line around Robin. I had a lot of bets tied to the Bears money line, um, but Bears fans should be happy in the sense that Justin Fields in that game had hurt his hand and was like bleeding from his hand. Yeah, the dude came and make it a game chat game without getting an injury. So that's nice. You already know who cares how well he plays. It, you got to move on after this season. And the thing that really pissed me off, he did that game was it was third and nine or third and eight at the end of the game. All you needed was a first down. The game was over, and he threw a bomb. Yeah. And, and it's like, who do you think you are, Justin, to take that kind of shot? Like, at least get seven yards or six yards and, and make it fourth and two or fourth and one and make make the coach make a decision. Don't take a stupid bomb that's, like, less than a 50% chance of even connecting. Um, that, that really bummed me out, especially because, like we just said, like, I can't believe we didn't win that money line bet. It, it was just there. They had all the turnovers. You said the defense played well. Um, but, yeah, talk about the funnel 20 seconds, which is just madness. Well, you're you're also right about that. Or even in that last play, you know, they had a chance to close it out. They throw that bomb. Even if they had gained four yards, you're then going to either run it down to the two-minute warning or force the Lions to use a timeout. And then all of a sudden they don't have any other timeouts on the other side of the two-minute warning. Like, it's just bad play calling bad decision making bad clock management all of it things that good teams don't make the mistakes doing yeah what the rams just did right like they methodically moved the ball they made good choices they tried to leave as little time as possible they got lucky seattle missed the, missed the field goal but it wasn't because the rams made bad choices along the way but like bears, you're saying though they put themselves in that position to win and that's what the bears just simply cannot yes, do they didn't do it so last 29 seconds uh, the Bears have the ball. They had called all their timeouts to preserve time before the Lions scored a touchdown. Uh, they have the ball deep in their end zone. I wrote in my notes. I texted my buddies. This is when we can bet that the Bears will not cover this game because <laughs> there will be some kind of catastrophic Justin Fields holds the ball for too long play. It was horrible. 
Sure enough, Bears are down 29-26. Aiden Hutchinson rushes the passer. Strip sack. He's going to catch the ball. He's going to land on the ball in the end zone, if not for a Bears lineman inadvertently kicking it out of the back of the end zone. A true so the hero. Bears lose. True hero. The Bears lose 31-26 by accident. <laughs> no, just an awful, awful experience, but um, God, do we need that one. I mean, oh, if, if we were sitting here 0-4, woo! So, man, th- thank God. Like, again, we got unlucky in the other games, but that, that spot right there, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've lost taking ugly dogs on a number in the final two minutes of a game like that, where it's like they're up double digits, like you said, with four minutes to go, and now we might not cover a seven and a half. That was crazy, crazy, crazy sweat. But again, why we love gambling? That was that was a true fun roller coaster ride. It was it was just excruciating, almost as, <laughs> as excruciating as Miami, which is the game we'll talk about last. But um, one more thing I want to say is Evan has this great stat when Bears opponents, no, no. Uh, teams that led by 10 or more at any point and end a game with a plus three or better turnover margin, 363 and eight straight up <laughs> the last decade. Yeah. The Bears are, an, are an, a member of that very small minority right now. Jeez. That's incredible. That's fireable. That's fireable as a head coach. Well, look, the whole staff is done after this year, right? Like it's a it's a truly yeah. terrible performance. I guess you gotta let, like you just say, you gotta let him keep going because he's incredible at tanking. And yeah. if you if you get the quarterback and Marvin Harris Jr. out of this whole existence, you nailed it. I have a new rule that I think should be implemented in the NFL, and I thought of it while watching the Bears let the Lions drive down the field at the end of the first half to kick a field goal. Yeah. The intentional field goal. If if a, the other team has the ball and you know you're going to play a soft zone defense and just let them gain yardage and stay in front of you and get in a field goal range for whatever reason, you can offer the automatic field goal from wherever the team wants to take it. And then you get the ball back with a little bit of time left because you're clearly not caring about giving up the points. So just give them the field goal and try to get the ball back before half is over so you can score. And then the team can decide, okay, we don't want the field goal. We want to keep playing. And then it's your opportunity to stop them. But the Bears, the way they play, should just offer the intentional field goal. It's like an intentional walk. Goddamn millennials trying to change my sport. Keep it to yourself, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> if wishing made it so that I was a millennial. Uh, all right. So the other the other game, Pittsburgh at Cleveland, uh, like you said, this was our mm. executive decision, mm. right? And it was tough, tough one. because we had, we had, we had Pittsburgh plus four and a half and we yeah, had a lot of, I had a, this is, this was probably my biggest game. I wish I could say Arizona was, but I, I was all in on Pittsburgh. I couldn't, couldn't stop betting it. I was just Tomlin versus the rookies kept popping yeah. in my head and uh, yeah, bad, bad read. Should have, should have trusted the number Um, classic, get the best of the number spot. I mean, literally landed on three in between the two and a half and the four. Brutal, brutal. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, one, one of the games, like I watched the whole thing, basically every snap of a uh, 13-10 final game. Yeah. It's true love right there. Love of the sport. But yeah. no, it's it sucks because it's like 
it's right there. There's so many little coin flip moments in that game where it's like we easily could have covered. Um, we'd be sitting here two and two with a shot at three and two. And yeah, it did, didn't go our way. Kenny Pickett, um, not all on him, right? He wasn't totally, totally at fault, but at the end of the day, it is on him. It's like you have to make these third down throws, brother. You can't run the ball up and down the field. You have to make these throws. And I know how good Cleveland's defense is, and I know you're getting beat up, but he, he couldn't complete a third down throw for us, Chad. So it, it sucks betting on bad quarterbacks, but this is it. You live and die with it. Brother, Kenny Pickens, Kenny Pickens yards per completion, 3.8. <laughs> That's incredible. Jalen Warren had 145. Yeah. Of the Steelers, 249 yards on offense. And oh everything you said is true, right? Like, look, this game was playing exactly as we thought it would play. I actually did not take, you know, I'm taking notes all day for these games that we that we're going to talk about. I didn't take a single note for this game in the first half. And then when the first half ended, all I wrote down was the second half is all that matters with the Steelers. Yeah. No joke. First play of the second, second play of the second half, Jalen Warren, 75 yard touchdown. Run. <laughs> and then, and then yeah, the Steelers have an interception. And then the Steelers kept getting the ball back with opportunities to score. And it's just this week, you know, Evan wrote in the notes here, the magic ended. The Steelers were 11 and one in their last 12 one score games. We knew it. I said it on Convince Me Today. Like, we're kind of playing like Russian roulette on this game with the Steelers because we keep taking them in these spots because this is the spot in which you take the Steelers. But we knew we were getting so lucky in these games. Yeah, and also that just shows you can't complain. If, you, if you've been riding yeah. with us on Pittsburgh and, um, yeah, unfortunately, if you didn't get the early number that when Chad gave it out, yeah, it stinks. It's a tough loss, but he just told you over time this has been profitable. The, like the key here is – we're trying to avoid the train wrecks, right? Like the Carolina, we're going to talk about in a minute. That's a train wreck. The Titans was a train wreck. And that was really hard for me and Chad to avoid. That was a big number. Um, I checked the night before. It had gotten up to seven in the contest, and it was up to seven and a half. And I thought about texting you about it, and I was just like, you know what? I'm not doing it. I just – this kid, Will Levis, I've seen the stats. Like, he's just bad right now, simply yeah. bad. And – that was even on him. Like that was crazy how their their defense just got totally blown out by the Jaguars. So that's the thing. We love Vrabel. We love playing him as a dog. It's the same with Tomlin. It's harder to pick your spots, right, with these guys. And the Tomlin one burned us this week. I mean, that's just yeah. that's just like you said. We we live and die with it. But as as you like to say, you gave it out at plus four. That that was a great key number. Like four is an important number. And yeah, this is going to be a loss ATS wise for Pittsburgh. But anyone that listened to the show, bet it Sunday night, bet it Monday, then listen to the show Tuesday. I had all Tuesday to bet it. I think the number changed. What Wednesday morning was that injury report came out? I yeah. believe for Watson. Yeah, it went down to one that um, day. That's tough. Like that's tough because I'm right there with you. Where it's like, yeah, I, I won pennies because I had a bunch of fours, but my big bets were on the two and a half and the two. Oh. So it's like. I wish I could be there celebrating with Chad, but I, I got slaughtered on that Pittsburgh game. That's tough. Uh, yeah. The the Steelers have played 45 consecutive games without reaching 400 yards on offense. <laughs> it's incredible. It how is Matt incredible. Can, like, how does Matt Canada have a job? How have they not blown it all up? You, you watch that team and you're like, this is so upsetting if you're a fan of the Steelers. It's great as a better. It's really, it's great as an under better. The 
under opened at 38 and a half, closed around 33, 34 after the Deshaun Watson news. So like at least uh, at least we were able to get the under in this game. But uh, Jesus, all, that is all it says to me is and I'm not the biggest Kirk fan. I do think it matters where Kirk is indoors and outdoors. But that's a guy they have to be targeting this offseason. Clearly, the team is there. You got the weapons. I mean, you just talked yeah. about the running back is going for 140, and he just became the starter. Like, they got two backs. They got the receivers. They got the tight end. They got question marks on the O-line, but they're just missing the quarterback. I mean, they haven't had a quarterback. I mean, that 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 stat you just gave leaks into Roethlisberger. Like, that's yes. how bad Roethlisberger was at the end, too. At the end. So it's, they just have not had a guy there that can command an offense in – Five years, four years. So, um, yeah, we talk all the time. It's a QB league. Like, it's it's very rare you have the Ravens of the past where it didn't matter it was Trent Dilfer or the, the year Peyton, uh, Peyton Manning's arm was broken. It didn't matter because yep. Denver just had that incredible defense. It's kind of hard to get away with it now in this league, right? Like, you need guys to complete these third-down passes. So, um, yeah, that's that's what stunk, Chad. We, that was right there. That Pittsburgh win was right there, and we just we just didn't have the quarterback for us. Dallas at Carolina, Carolina was 10 and a half. Um, we loved this all week. We were confident about this one all yeah. week. It made total sense. Like We never wavered. I think that confidence might have been misplaced. Uh, <laughs> but uh, honestly, like in the first half. Carolina's terrible. Carolina's terrible. But look, Carolina was gave up 10 points combined in the first half on two different drives in which they could have gotten off the field. Yeah, it was thir- third and 19, one guy in the same play, on the same <laughs> player, on the same tackle, yeah. committed a horse collar and a face mask. Incredible. Dallas went on to score a field goal. End of the first half, Dallas is driving two different times, penalties on Carolina on fourth down to get off the field. So that's 10 points right there. And then even in the second half, they were they had a, like the longest drive of the season. Yeah, they're only down seven. They're down seven. And then... The the fourth quarter, the wheels just come <laughs> off. Not, like, how is Frank Wright coaching in the NFL? I know. And that's that's what stinks is like when you're betting bad teams, you hit a point where teams just simply give up and they give up on their coach. And it, it, that's clearly what happened there in Carolina because you just said it. Dallas wasn't playing that well. Like there was no. tons of opportunities, even on these third downs, like – Dak was getting really lucky on their first touchdown. He was basically about to get sacked through a little dump off. The guy took it all the way up the field and um, yeah, the guy touched on that drive, but it's just Carolina was there. They're in the spot, but um, we say it all the time. Like uh, if, if once you lose a little bit of the will to fight, it's over in football. Like you have to have such an edge mentally to play this sport. And yeah, they were still kind of in it. It was a one possession I believe they get a touchdown, they get the ball back, and I think that's when the pick six happened. And that's yeah, just that's, that's it. A pick six. Yeah. So that's brutal where, you know, we thought we had a chance. You thought you were in it. And um, no, that Carolina, maybe they'll come back around and, uh, you know, maybe they'll end the season from this point forward, splitting it, going 50% ATS, but they won't, they won't be in our contest. Maybe if they fire the head coach, we'll get back on them, but. Um, they're definitely on my blacklist now of teams where I, I don't care if the number is really good and attractive and maybe they'll cover next week and I'm missing a spot. I'm just I'm just going to stay away until they make a change at the, the coaching position. Well, look, the, we're, we're you're subscribing to my theory now from last week, which is there's bad quarterbacks you're willing to bet in the spot. 
backup quarterbacks who you're willing to take because the situation and the coaching. And then there's quarterbacks who you just know can't execute. And even if all the value in the world is there, you're not going to take them. Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, you're <laughs> saying Bryce Young has become He's one on of that those list. players. Uh, so does that mean when I think right now Tennessee is a four-point favorite at home next week against Carolina, if I'm not mistaken? I don't want to talk about it yet, but I definitely wrote it down to get your take on it because I thought it was interesting that yeah. Will Levis would all of a sudden be a favorite. Um, the most excruciating game of the day. The I think Vrabel is worth game. four points on that spread, right? <laughs> kind of. Yeah, that's, so, what I, that's what I would say. So the most excruciating game of the day. We loved Miami. We were like all in on a big favorite. Yeah. Simon says uh, when it was 12, Son Miami should have won this game by 100 million points. <laughs> Tua, tumbled on the fir- Tua fumbled and tumbled on the first drive of the game. They had no points at the goal line going forward on fourth down in the first half. A fumble at the end of the first half leads to a Las Vegas field goal. Tua picked on the second play of the second of the second half, missed field goal. Through the third quarter, Miami had nine possessions, no punts, and a four-point lead. Jeez. Las Vegas was was two of eleven on third down conversions. And yet they still had a shot to cover when Aiden O'Connell was falling back, just threw it up. A Miami player defensive lineman caught it, intercepted it was going to run it back for a touchdown and tripped over Aiden O'Connell. And that was the game. Yeah. That was the entire game. So frustrating. It is, but it's, it's life betting big favorites or big dogs. Yeah, like, I know. It, it, it's tough where you just said it. Like I thought we were getting there, man. I'm not going to lie. When, when the number was all funky and all of a sudden it was seven. I was like, oh my God, we're back to seven. All we need yeah. is a touchdown now. We're going to get that touchdown. And I didn't think it was going to be from Tua because I'm with you. I thought Tua just looked bad all game. Um, just missing easy throws, wasn't accurate like he usually is. The defense is where I thought we were going to get it. I was like, he's going to throw us another one and we'll get that pick six. So, um, yeah, another game I lost way too much money on, just a bad bet. Uh, yeah, Miami, I'll do it again. Like, you guys are having to get used to this because Miami's giving me the spot for the next five years. Like we're going to have this two a combo at home where it's like, they do just play better at home. Like their offense plays better at home. And even though they played bad in that game, like Chad just said, we were never out of it. Like that's nope. one of those games where like, you're always in it. So as painful as this is, and yeah, it's a bad read. We're probably going to keep making it. It's just, they're just a different team at home than they are on the road. So it's just something to keep in mind where you're going to either be buying or selling this team at home as a big number like they are today. And yeah, to us, to burned us. He just, he just had a really bad game as a big favorite. Well, uh, the good news is I'm pretty sure I also wrote down Miami for next week because they might be in the same position. I can't, I can't read the schedule quick enough <laughs> right now, but yeah, just a brutal, brutal beat. We totally should have had that by the way, Simon, two weeks from Tonight, you and I will be doing a live episode of this Sunday night podcast, December 3rd, Shepherd and the Knucklehead in Hoboken, New Jersey, free to get in, free drinks, free chance to bet with me and Simon, and then watch us squirm as we try to produce the show at the end of another Sunday, you must RSVP. 
P, check out the link in the description here on this show's YouTube page and in the podcast episode page. You can also RSVP by going to eventbrite.com. Search the favorites podcast for more info and RSVP there. You must RSVP. Everything once you get in, free drinks, free good time, free entry, free hugs from me and Simon, free conversations <laughs> about the bets. But you got to RSVP, folks. December 3rd, Shepherd and the Knucklehead. Doors open at four o'clock. Show goes on at 7.30. Hoboken, New Jersey. All right. Um, let's see. We had Arizona plus five uh, it was the foxhole. I guess we pushed there. I mean, you were on that all week, so people should have been listening because even a week ago Sunday, you were on it, I think, at five and a half. Um, we were hoping it would get to six, didn't get there. Uncharacteristic interceptions from C.J. Stroud, who was brilliant in the first half. Probably would have covered that game. He threw a pick with about two and a half minutes left when they were in field goal range. So um, how'd you feel with that game going on? <laughs> It was fun, but yeah, it was a sweat. I it's CJ is scary as hell. It's not fun betting against him, but uh I'm stubborn and I think he's now 0-4 as a favorite, Evan. Is that right? CJ 0-4 is a favorite this season. So obviously it's a trend. I mean, the number got too big. I thought it gotten too big. The the books are so sharp. I couldn't believe when it landed on five. It was like yep. um what like a wacky said, number. Yes. Really is. So um, we talk all the time, though. It's the way the NFL is now. Team's going for two. Carolina went for two. They didn't get it. Lance five. It's just it's crazy how important two and a half and five have become in the last four or five years. So, um, yeah, like like you said, wouldn't it matter? Like we, we, we didn't even talk about taking Pittsburgh out. The only team we talked about was uh, the, the Bears. Bears. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just just – just a nice cover by Kyler, and he continues to be the kind of guy that he's got. He flashes a ton of talent, and then he can do nothing for a half. It's just how Kyler is. He's got one of the highest athletic abilities I've ever seen, but inconsistent as a thrower, but they've done him no favors, right? Arizona's so bare bones. Um, no, what do you want him to no do? Talent. Yeah, like getting rid of Hopkins doesn't make sense why they made that move. Um, you saw today he didn't have someone he could trust and go to on third down. So, yeah, in, impressive color by and cover by the Cardinals because you said it. They they had they needed all these turnovers in the red zone. Um, I mean, at the end there, they're going to easily kick a field goal. Houston, they got the pick on yeah. CJ. So you're right. Like this, this is a bad game game for him. Still put up over 250 in the first half passing yards and put up 21 points. Like the kid. Yeah. It's it's incredible how NFL ready he is. He took a hit, was out for a yeah. play, came back. You would have thought it was going to be a quick throw. Scrambled through a laser on third and 17 to take <laughs> Dow for a first down. Like, he's Unreal. just got it. He's just got Unreal. it. He's totally got it. Uh, you mentioned two and a half uh, as, a, as becoming a key number, which is interesting because we're going to talk about that in a second with Sunday Night Football and Monday Night Football. But... Reminder, Foxhole, Arizona, plus five. Simon says Miami plus 12 or minus 12. Uh, exact decision was Pittsburgh plus four. Big balls was Carolina plus 10 and a half. Uh, Survivor was Jacksonville. So we won there. Round robin, tough day. Tough day. Arizona, Carolina, Philly still to play. Pitt, Chicago. All right. 
our lean for Sunday night. Uh, we need Denver for our lungs. As Bob Scucci <laughs> likes to say, we need Denver minus two and a half for our lungs. This is the difference well, between two and three or one and four for the first time all season. What's the deal though? We dropped two no matter what after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, so right now I think we have, so we, we really have don't two. care. Yeah, I guess not. I care because like, I, I, I want to win money, but um, I think our worst week this year is two and three. Right? Have, I think we have two, two and three weeks. So yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice to get another two and three, obviously. Like I want to win money, but um, yeah, if that, if the bears had lost, I, you, you would see me dying here right now. If that hadn't covered, like I, I just, I really needed that one. So um, yeah, still feel the same feeling good about Denver. Like the number, like their defense in this spot against Dobbs, um, have zero confidence right now after today. Just did so bad today, betting wise. Got got no confidence, but still believe in it. Still believe in Denver. I think it's a good spot. So um, yeah, hopefully it comes through for us. I know a couple books went up to three, then moved back to two and a half. It just seems like everyone's split on this. People are just betting yeah. both sides on this one. I think it's depending on the number right now. Uh, you know, we talked about on Convince Me this morning where you and Ray, you were on Denver. Raybon's what was on uh Minnesota. Yeah. And I just didn't like the number three yet. There's no edge there for me. So I passed on that and took uh Sean Kerner, Harrison Smith under six and a half tackles at pretty big juice, minus <laughs> 135 instead. It's not courageous. Prop. That's not courageous. That's not cowardly. That's courageous because I want to put money in my pocket. Monday night football, the number has bounced two and a half, three, two and a half, three. We liked Philly from the beginning at this time last week. I'm still a little nervous about it, though. Yeah, still nervous about it. Um, was gonna was gonna make this my convince me pick, but I've been straight mush on convince me, so I stayed away as a fan of my Eagles team. I was like, I can't put my stink on this number. Um, almost pitched them to you this morning because it was three and a half at night when I checked, but it was back to two and a half, so I didn't even bring it up because we both said it. It's like. We're either taking the three or just not taking this game with the Eagles. And that's what I did this week. I mean, it, it, we get off this call. Maybe I'll put another bet in and push this into my top five biggest bets. Um, you know, by by kickoff tomorrow, if this gets to three, I, this could end up being one of my bigger bets uh, like into my top five. But I've been pretty good just staying away from this one just because I am scared of Mahomes. I, I'm just I'm scared of the guy. But um, matchup wise, it's a great match for the Eagles. The, the Chiefs. Their offense now goes through the run. That's basically everything they do is based off the run. Uh, their passing schemes, everything. So the Eagles' number one strength is run defense. Jurgens is back. It's a, a guard that plays for the Eagles, which is like – it doesn't sound like a big deal, but the difference between him and the backup is like 50 yards per game rushing for the Eagles' offense. He's just a key to that running block scheme that the Eagles do. So, um, yeah, I'm confident Eagle in the Eagles' chat at the three – at two and a half, we gave you all the stats about uh, Mahomes. I can't fault you if you're taking Mahomes at two and a half, but yeah, yeah, this we're we're still in the three here. Simon, can you name the fastest growing ticketing app in the United States? Game time. That's right. It's our sponsor, Game Time. I love Game Time for two reasons. One, they sponsor this show. Two, I actually use Game Time to buy tickets. They've got amazing last minute deals on all sorts of tickets, including pro and college games. Speaking of which, I'm going to open game time right now from my house here in Connecticut. And wouldn't you know it, it's Thanksgiving time, which means there are college basketball tournaments, a glorious time 
to be watching college basketball, including the Empire Classic at MSG. Tomorrow, you can get in to see my alma mater, Indiana, play Louisville. You can get in to see Texas play the defending champion Yukon Huskies just down the road from where I live. Less than 55 bucks to go see incredibly high-level national championship caliber college basketball. No matter where you live, download the Game Time app, get out and have some fun this week. Go sweat your bets live and in person. You can redeem code favorites for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, just download the app and enter code favorites for $20 off. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. It's a weird week next week in week 12. There's three Thanksgiving games. There's one Black Friday game. All four of those are division games begging us to take the underdogs. We saw it again this week, right? We saw it with the Bears. We saw it with um, the Giants. You know, the, the, the road teams, the underdogs. We saw it with the Rams who were underdogs at one point. I'm counting them here. Like, that's the side you want to take. We got Green Bay plus seven and a half at Detroit. Washington plus 10 and a half at Dallas. San Francisco is four and a half on the road at Seattle. You want the updated lines? These are the lines I saw right before I came on the show. Do you have different lines? Already moving, baby. Seahawks are now plus six against the 49ers. That's a moving. Uh, Commanders up to plus 11 against the Cowboys. And the Packers. Oh, my God. Packers are still seven and a half. Uh, what about Detroit. Miami at the New York Jets? It's minus seven and a half, Miami. Wow. All so, right. yeah, money's coming in fast. I mean, again, you're going to blink. These games are going to be here. Um, are we doing – what are we doing? I have no I have no life. I have no family. So I can work Thursday. Are we off Thursday? Well, like – You yeah, and Matt Mitchell have a normal life. Matt Mitchell, uh, I we are we are not we don't have a show on Thursday. We just we have Tuesday, people, right? Yeah, we'll tell people that on Tuesday. So yeah, we'll have more. We'll, we'll do obviously way more about these four uh, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. But first well, glance, uh, I'm with Chad. Like that's crazy amount of movement. I want to be. I like every dog except I can't believe I'm about to say this. Kind kind of like uh, kind of like the 49ers, but that's. It's probably moved too much. This is it's probably moved too much now. Well, look, like, it probably the value the value is probably on Seattle, right? Well, they probably moved off of Geno Smith, right? Like he came back in, but we don't really know. Yeah, that's right. I didn't even think of that. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna throw a little bet on it right now because Chad's right. Uh, Drew Locke might be the guy for the Seahawks. So um, again, this bet could change. I'm just gonna bet this now because the six is still available at a couple books. A couple books are showing actually lower numbers, so. Shop around. I'm just I'm just talking bet three six five on here, but um, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't re- I forgot Gino Gino was a little banged up in that game, so yeah, uh, going to take a little taste here on the 49ers. So um, two games that I looked at outside of Thursday and Friday, um, and if you feel strongly like if you're going to bet anything from Thursday and Friday, speak now. The most interesting game to me is Green Bay plus seven and a half at Detroit. Yeah, you're, you're bet you're betting on back to back, 
bad golf games. That's that's what this bet is. Because without the golf giving the turnovers to the Bears, the Bears would never be in that game. They, 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 their offense indoors, the Lions, is unbelievable. They're just so high-powered. They wear you out of the two-running back system, and they have a great rookie t- tight end. And, I mean, Amon St. Brown just feels like he's always going to get open. So, yeah. Um, I, I, yes, as you sit here right now, my instincts is to join Chad after Green Bay just won a big game at home. But this is probably the time to to fade them and take a chalky pick here in Detroit on a noon game. But I, I don't want to do it because Chad, Chad will give you the stat. Like these divisional games late in the season like this, you usually want to take the dog. So it's it's a tough number for me to play right it's now. Why, it's why we know Dallas, we know Washington is the right side as a double-digit dog on the road at Dallas divisional games. You've heard us recite the stats all season and we'll recite them again on Tuesday. Like this is the spot where you take the dog. It's like we did with the bears. It's like people did with the giants. But the problem is in this spot is when Dak dominates bad teams as a big favorite at home. He is a front runner folks. And when they're playing a bad team, he tends to cover. Well, Evan might Evan might have Dak's Thanksgiving stats, but I feel like I've made good money, Chad, betting against Dak on Thanksgiving. Like, okay, I I have a vivid memory of me betting the Raiders, and the Raiders were dead, and yes. I think I won outright. Um, was it last year we take we took the Giants and we had some stupid backdoor by the Giants, or maybe it was the Cowboys and we held it? But I just remember there's always these games are always a little weird. Here we go, Dak. Thank you, Evan. You're the man. Even in, even when Evan's in Vegas, still giving us good stats. Dak Prescott on Thanksgiving, three and three straight up. Not terrible. He is one and five ATS. One and five first half ATS. Um, his one and five ATS mark on Thanksgiving is the worst of any quarterback since 1990. So there's your answer. Like I, I, I feel like I just. It's one of my my brain notes is just to fade Dak no matter the number on Thanksgiving. Well, so look, then, ride the, then you can ride the trend with those people, but this is this is something you just have to play every year, kind of. So it's very possible we might want to wait because. There's so much hype on Dallas and Washington just had a bad loss. This number could go up. That's true. No, and we and we saw Sam Howell got a little banged up in that game. So Ch- Chad's right. We, we want to wait and see before you, you take this number. That's fair. Two games on Sunday that I wrote down. Yeah. Las Vegas plus 10 at home against Kansas City. Feels like an early bet. We got to go on Las Vegas. The pros are with you. It's already down to nine and a half. Good Lord. If I could get it while I'm on this show, I would. Uh, (laughs) Another game. Los Angeles Chargers plus four and a half hosting Baltimore. Oh, God. You know it's the right side. It's 100% the right side. Yes. Yeah, it definitely is. I just actually wonder, will it go up? The Chargers are tragic. (laughs) They are. I hate the Charger experience. It's horrible. They are so tragic. Brandon Staley is just out of his depth. And we saw it again today. Like they had a chance to win that game. We talked about it on Convince Me today. Like you talked yeah. about the first half bet, right? So the 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 game ends up tied at the end of the first half. So the Chargers don't cover. But in the second half, when it's time to make adjustments and become a better team, even though the Chargers have all the talent, the Packers win the game because they make better plays. And some of the plays they're making, 
they were the same plays over and over against the defense that Brandon Staley is calling. Like he was getting receivers <laughs> open in one-on-one situations behind the defense and Jordan Love was hitting those guys. That was it. Like Brandon Staley is the reason this team stinks. A team with so much talent. It's bad right now. This number is going to go. This number is going to go up. I wouldn't bet it yet. Yeah, I'm there with you. Like I, I got no read on it just because the pro in me wants to take the Chargers, but it's hard to say that the Ravens are overvalued or anything on this spot when they've just been such a better team this season. Like they're they're way they're much more consistent yeah. than the Chargers have been defensively and offensively. So yeah, I'm I'm with you, Chad. It's, that that definitely jumps out, but I wouldn't touch it yet. Have you made any bets yet? I'm sorry, people. I got to do it. Pittsburgh's a dog right now going to Cincinnati. They're plus one playing against Cincinnati's backup. I like Pittsburgh. That's that's a that's a that's a nice number. Get them as a dog right now. They're plus plus one plus one and a half. I grabbed that number right when it opened. Another one. I, I, I can't believe I'm finally doing it. Jumping on the Giants bandwagon uh, plus plus thirty five. I mean, plus three and a half against New England at home. It, it's gross. I'm totally with you, people. Like I, I get where you're coming from. I just I could see this number getting to three, two and a half. Um, I just I, are the professionals really going to keep backing Dak as a favorite? I, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm going to pay and see. I'm going to grab the three and a half now, just because I at least have some faith in this in this Giants team. Like the kid Devito finally grew a Tommy sack Devito touchdown. Yeah, put, Tommy put the ball. Stands for touchdown. Put the ball downfield. And that's what I want from a quarterback. It's like, I don't care if you're completing it. At least push the ball downfield and show me that you have some type of confidence. And he completed it this week. So it might be able to burn us next week, but it's three and a half against Mac Jones. I mean, who the hell is Mac Jones be catching three and a half against anyone? So I'll take that number. On the road against, by the way, Tavon Thibodeau is coming on. The last four weeks, he has been a force on the defensive line. So the games we're talking about right now. Just gross. Just gross. Just gross. Pittsburgh plus one. Las Vegas plus 10. If you find it somewhere. Giants plus three and a half. We're going to give thanks for every opportunity there is to make a bet because the season is going by so fast. So fast. We just got to do what we can do. As a reminder, the favorites podcast is presented by bet three, six, five. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boosts with them than with anyone else. Every day they power up the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more Bet365 boosts. Specific markets, your winnings and even parlays, and they don't stop there. Keep an eye out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible Super Boost. Check out the boosts and see why it's never ordinary. At Bet365, must be 21 or older and present in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Ohio, or Virginia, or 18 and older in Kentucky. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms, conditions, restrictions apply. Don't forget, me and Simon, this show, the Sunday show, live two weeks from today, December 3rd, doors open at the Shepherd and the Knucklehead in Hoboken, 4 p.m., sweat the afternoon games with me and Simon, free entry, free drinks, free good time to talk about betting with me and Simon, then you can watch the show Live and in person, Shepherd in the Knucklehead, Hoboken. You gotta RSVP, even though it's free. Check out the link in the description on this YouTube page and in the podcast page for the favorites. Download us from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your pod. Rate, review, subscribe. Leave us five stars. Say whatever you want. 
feedback is a gift. And don't forget, if you're watching us live, which you should, because every point against the spread matters, as we saw this week with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Catch us live on Tuesday, 1.45 p.m. Eastern on the Action Network YouTube channel, covering the entire Week 12 board. Until Tuesday, 1.45 p.m. For Simon Hunter, I'm Chad Millman. Love you. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.